1: Quick warning before you listen to this podcast, it contains some sensitive conversation, including discussions about suicide. If this is something that you do not want to listen to, please select one of our other awesome podcasts and listen to that instead. Thank you. you serious? So this is how to kill an hour. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. You're about to kill some time with us. Before I introduce myself formally, I want to remind you that you can go to www.howtokillanhour.com forward slash podcast, and you'll be able to check out our podcast on any device. So if you're listening on an Apple MacBook Pro, on a Windows computer, on a Google Pixel, on an iPhone, whatever. Go to com forward slash podcast and it will work. All podcasts as well because sometimes I say podcasts, sometimes I say podcasts. So, hey, we made both of those links work too. Uh, so, on today's show, I'd like to welcome Alex Manzi. Amongst many things, you are a motivational speaker an author and a social media guru right so I think we're going to cover a loads of those things yeah we can it's fair go. to call you a guru when I, I said that you looked at me like you know what yeah, you're doing when it comes weird. to social yeah, media do you things, yeah, a couple of things yeah uh, but first things first Alex uh, how, you, how do you like to kill time
2: oh mate this is a very good question um, and there's so many answers but what I've realised very recently is taking long walks and reading my book Nice, yeah, man. Nice, that's the one
1: reading your own book. No, 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 no. one day, one day, yeah, book, yeah, yeah, one yeah, day. yeah. Even though um, I don't think I'd read it, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm walking along, we didn't just read reading my book, yeah, not at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd go for a yeah, long yeah.
2: walk, then stop and read the book.
1: I was gonna, oh, my next question was going to be, how do you not <laughs> step in dog poo no. when you're when not you're when I walk along the, sh- the canal, yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fall in, yeah. Um, so you like to go for long walks, yeah, that's like a really recent, like last three, four weeks. Nice. Yeah. I just, I just needed the time. Yeah. I'm going to go super deep straight away here. Go, let's let's go, go, let's go. Deep dive. So like, I just realized that life is very consuming (laughs) and I was very aware of this and like, so basically the backstory to this is I went to Japan in February, Mm -hmm. no, March, a month came back and it's like great when you're awake because you've got freedom of whatever you want to do you've got like zero decisions to make other than making sure you get back to your hostel at the end of the night yeah do what you want with the day spent a month out there best time ever came back and i was like oh damn like <sighs> podcast freelance work mm. uh well uh writing, writing yeah r- booking guests uh coaching work i was like i got, I, I don't know how i'm gonna get back it like I don't know how I'm going to do it all. Mm. And I was really struggling to like get back into that process. And I was being like over analytical with myself and like just overthinking everything and trying to force things. And I took a decision a few weeks ago to just like, actually let me just step away from everything for a week. Let me just take a step out of all of it. Like I don't need to stress about work and money right now, freelance stuff. I don't need to record any podcasts. I've got something the can. I don't need to be writing. I don't need to be posting on social media. I don't need to be getting on the phone for like coaching clients let me just take a week away from all of it but most importantly allow myself to have that time away from it and don't like um, this is so deep so early sorry yeah, um, cool. and don't like bring on that guilt that we get you know it's like if you don't do anything for half a day you're like oh my god I should be doing something Like mm. take that guilt out of it and just let myself enjoy the time I have luckily it was the week where we had pretty good weather so walks in the park and sitting and reading the book was the thing to do mm. um, and I was just like do you know what all in all like everything I've been through in my life, that right that that's living. That yes. is living right yes. there. Yes. Like, honestly, it's mad.
1: It's so underrated going for a walk, finding a nice environment to chill in, sitting down, maybe having a cup of tea or coffee, maybe not, and just spending some time just taking it in. Like that's, that's, I mean, you're, uh, uh, uh had a lot more experience in kind of meditation and things that mm. even for me, going for a walk and just, walking for half an hour down a canal maybe finding somewhere nice and chilling there for 10 minutes and then I'm walking back mm-hmm. that for me is probably some of the most peaceful yeah. moments those are some of the most peaceful moments in, in my life yeah. at the moment
2: and so. they're, the, they're the moments like I said that is living that yeah. is like that is existing to it's absolute core mm. like that's what animals do? They just wander around all yeah. day, yeah. stop for a bit, walk around a bit more. Yeah. That is like pure, net, like living. Yeah. But we don't allow ourselves that time. We make ourselves feel bad for thinking. Oh, I've got loads of work to do. I'm going to go for a uh, 45 minute walk. Yeah. I can't do that. Got all yeah. work to do. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it's mad. You get like guilt. It's like FOMO, but it's not fear of missing out on social activities. It's fear of missing out on advancing. Yeah, in work. It's just yeah. like why? I don't know. But I feel like we'll get closer to the answer to that because um, one thing that I didn't mention at the start is podcast is that you have your own podcast the yes. dream disease podcast um i'd love you to explain to our listener what that's all about and how it came together because i've listened to it yeah. but i think you're the best person to describe <laughs> it right
2: now so the idea of the podcast is um whether it's a interview of someone inspirational to hear their kind of story their journey what helps them get through their kind of day-to-day their struggles mm-hmm. the ups and downs of life how they kind of deal with it or whether it's discussing an everyday topic like the listener will take something, hopefully take something that they can use and adapt for their life for something positive, to make a positive change. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of whole purpose of the podcast. So it's split into two elements. There's the interviews, as I mentioned, and then there's the in-focus sessions, which is where I will talk about one specific topic and give my kind of experience on it. So that might be dealing with burnout. That might be anxiety. It might be meditation. It might be you know a, an array of things. So it's this about... Helping people understand different things within you know life and you know whatever it is and how to like just garner a kind of I used to call it like a positive mindset but I'm starting to understand it's something beyond that which (laughs) again we won't dive straight into that because it's way too deep Um, and it's just about having that level of consciousness and freedom of thought like as much as possible and it's about trying to tap into how other people do it and hear their stories but also just like just have a dope conversation with someone for an hour. To be honest,
1: nice, nice. And what's ni- what's good about the dreamers' disease is I feel like specifically to you, what makes it different is that you're not the kind of person that says you're at the end of the journey. Oh, I mean, it's, it's like so a yeah. learning experience, and throughout the podcast and throughout experiencing your output, you're sharing your journey. So it's like as by following the dreamers' disease, we're kind of taking part of that journey and learning with you as you go along. Is that an intentional thing? Is that was that?
2: I think to start with. It wasn't, to be honest, and it's really interesting because I'm about four weeks out from releasing my 100th episode, yeah. and I'm going to do, a, so episode 50, I kind of did like my story, my journey, yeah. so episode 100, I'm going to do like my learnings, and I've been thinking about the kind of concepts that I want to talk about and kind of things, and one of them was that I started the podcast for me, I didn't realise it at the time, but I started the podcast for me, for me to learn, for me to continue my journey, to continue developing, and to come to a realisation that there is no end. there is, It is a continuous ongoing journey. But also like not to focus on the journey itself because the journey only ever happens now in this present moment. It's not happening yesterday. It's not happening in five minutes. It's not happening tomorrow. It's happening now. Yeah. So it's about fully, totally understanding that. And that's kind of like where I've got to is like he- hearing everyone's story. You might see someone and you go, oh my God, I can't believe this person... Uh, most recent interviews with a girl called Samantha Maria, YouTuber. She's got two and a half million subscribers online, mm-hmm. followers, whatever you want to call them. It's like, oh my gosh, she's got two and a half million followers. But when you talk to her, she's like, oh yeah, when I used to just have like a million followers, like she's like really like it's just it's then it's not even a, a thing to her because it's just where she is at yeah. that moment. Yeah, and in two years' time, she might have ten million. Probably, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. It's like it's not there's not like a, she's not creating stuff or doing stuff. I want to get to two and a half million followers and then that's it. Mm. Like if I said to you, like, oh, cool, you're going to get to I mean, you're over three hundred episodes, but like you're going to get to episode three hundred and fifty or four hundred, and then that's it, you'd be like, why?
1: Yeah,
2: why? Yeah. Even if I said to you at the beginning, get to hundred episodes and then you got to stop, you'd get to episode ninety nine. You'd be like, no, I want to do more. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, why do you, we don't have to put limit on things, and that doesn't just go with like. Stuff like this, creative stuff, that just goes with life in general, and also like thinking and consciousness. Like we don't have to put limit on things because mm. it just creates a smaller box, and you know you end up like narrowing your 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 view on things.
1: Mm. It sounds like a very enlightened bit of, of of mindset that you just put on me, and I think that that is something that you're definitely about. But you said you don't want to deep dive on this, but positive mindset. Let's yeah. let's let's deep dive in it, man. Let's go yeah. for it, bro. We have got time to kill, so ah. like so let's go. What what is a beyond positive mindset?
2: so like oh, I mean this is something that I'm forever kind of learning like, and it's interesting because I literally was on a coaching course yesterday yeah. um, put on by my mentor John Dashfield and it was the whole conversation for it was a day it was 9am to 5pm a whole day of talking about consciousness and beyond consciousness and awareness Wow. and like super deep spiritual kind of chat that I'm so into, I'm <laughs> so into it. I was in, I was, I was locked in. I was not. Dis- I was just in the conversation. Yeah. And um, so, one of the things that I always used to, to to say was like, "Oh, create a positive mindset." Like, th- like the ebook that I wrote that I put at the end of the year was like practices to help you create and maintain a positive mindset for yourself. But what I've become come to realise is that there's something beyond that. Like as I said before, like that's putting a limit on it. Why does a positive mindset or a negative mindset? Why is that the limit of the way your mindset can be like doesn't have to be that you're Mm. already setting a boundary Mm. so it's like what's beyond that and for me like people used to say like oh my god you're you're so positive why are you always positive because i just like to put a positive spin on things if something goes bad i'll go oh it could be worse that could have happened or Mm. like oh you know at least that happened Mm. like that's just how it is and that's how i fell into this thing of positive mindset positive mindset but i'm realizing there's way beyond that like there is, like, right now, oh, this is where it's going to get deep, okay? And so Let's go. So, listener, take your cup of tea, <laughs> right, get ready, well, cross well, your well, coffee, legs, listen, listen in. Yeah. Like, right now, as I'm talking, right, there is an intelligence in our bodies, your bodies, Bill's body, that we don't understand. Like, scientists will try and tell you right now how my mind is telling my mouth to speak and a noise is coming out that you understand. But, realistically, no one understands it. No one actually understands the physical, like how that is happening. Like the, like, so there, there is something beyond what we understand already. The same way, you know, like they'll say like a dog can sense fear that animals can pick up on a higher vibration that we can't before we can. And you might say, oh, yeah, but what about body language? Is like micro body language that we subconsciously pick up on. But it's like before that, like if I'm looking at a dog, a dog doesn't necessarily know I'm a human being. It just sees me as like another living creature. Mm. But it can sense Something in me So it can't be able To pick up my body language Because it doesn't understand What my body is But it barely understands It's own body probably You know mm. So it's like There's something beyond All of that That we just don't understand And that is the top level Like infinite level Of everything that we We experience And that we exist in Told you this is going to get No met. I'm, I'm with it you I'm with you. I'm with you I think
1: like you, I mean feel free to To rein me in But like Or pull me back In the right direction So for example With dogs there's many clear scientific documentations and people that own dogs yeah. that warn them when they're about to have a fit yeah. minutes before exactly. any sort of medical device could have. So I don't think there is a device exactly. otherwise that person would own it but there, is a do- there are people yeah. that are epileptic that their dog comes up to them and does a specific thing like puts their paw on them yeah. a lot or whatever and they go, all right, I'm going to have a fit soon. Yeah, Let me go and find a suitable place to have my fit and th- that is an actual thing that exists. You know, I'm not pulling that out thin- And there are, and there are also dogs that, you know, will alert other people or tend to their own yeah. and, and stuff in a way to kind of try and soothe them before and during and after their fear yeah. as well um, and a lot of people when they ask me about religion I, I like to think that there's a lot of things that we are not aware of and we don't understand yet and I'm I'm comfortable with my ignorance I say this a lot mm-hmm. of people I like not knowing yeah. um, and I think that there's always going to be a level way beyond when I'm not around, like, that we don't understand. But mm. it is interesting trying to learn bits and understand yeah. bits as we go. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, man. Let's, but, yeah, let's keep going,
2: yeah. Do you know what? The, 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 that's what I find really interesting is being comfortable in the not knowing. Yeah. Like, that's where we have to find comfort because as human beings, like, we need an explanation for everything. everything like, I need yeah. to know how my iPhone works. Yeah. I need to know that yeah. when I press this thing, that this yeah. thing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I need to know that when I, you know, I, I, here's another really good example, right? I've just, this has just completely just come to me Because we were discussing it on this course yesterday There's certain things that we do as human beings That we, can't, we don't control
1: right.
2: Our breathing mm-hmm. It just happens mm-hmm. I don't sit here thinking about breathing Or trying to breathe If I did I'd probably mess dead. it up Yeah you'd be dead <laughs> my, my heartbeat <laughs> yeah. Digestion yeah. Like yes I'll eat food And I know when I'm hungry and I'll eat it mm. But I don't sit there and think about How I'm going to digest it These things just They happen mm. And they were always going to happen no matter what, until, you know, the end of our human existence or whatever. Mm. So it's like, there is something behind it all that is making all of this stuff work <laughs> that we just don't get. And it's mm. like, the, the dog thing was a great example, the one that you used, and the one we used yesterday was horses. Um, I didn't know this until yesterday, but apparently horses, if you're feeling stressed and tense, oh, yeah. they won't come near you. But mm-hmm. if you're super calm, they, they'll come over to you because yeah. they, they pick up some kind of, you know, and it's hard because you you can't put words on it because words can't describe it because we don't understand it, but they pick up on some kind of vibrational mm-hmm. existence within us or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we, we have no idea about that stuff. But another animal, another creature can pick up on it. Dogs have a greater sense of smell. That doesn't mean that like smell is not correct for us or it's, it's correct for them. Mm-hmm. It's just they have a greater sense of it. They have more of whatever it is that allows them to pick up a bigger sense of it, and it's just mm-hmm. like there's just so much out there that we just don't, we will never, never, we'll never understand, we'll never fully understand it. Yeah, like scientists are trying to work out the Big Bang by building a massive tunnel under Switzerland and smashing atoms together, and it's like they still can't figure it out. Because yeah. there's there's something happened. Yeah. that we will never ever know. Yeah,
1: we, I don't know. Maybe they'll find get a bit closer, but I don't. I, I, I don't think we'll ever. F- Hundred yeah. percent no, but if there's a, a reasonable idea, and then what's yeah.
2: what's what's the stuff that's out there that's keeping all of this stuff going? Like, what's, do you know what I mean? Who it's just like yeah. it's mad. When there'll you always start be to another think question. About it. There'll
1: always be another question. I think it's like if we got to the edge of the universe as it exists right now, yeah. would want to know what's what's a bit further on? Yeah. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but there is something further. Yeah, on yeah, exactly. There is, yeah. and there is, and it's just
2: like, yeah. and, but we can't comprehend it. Yeah. yeah, and that's why, as humans, we then we put things in in labels yeah. and we put things in boxes and we put things in. Feelings and thoughts, and we, you know, are, we, <laughs> you know, what I was saying about you don't control your breathing, and you, you know, your heartbeat just goes by itself. Yeah. But for some reason, we have the power to think about our thinking, mm. and we do that a lot. Like we don't have to; like it does it itself. Mm. That our brain works by itself. Yeah. Thoughts happen by themselves. It's only when we get caught up in those thoughts, and this is a lot of stuff that I coach. It's only when we get caught up in our thoughts and the feelings that come attached to a thought. That we then start to create more thoughts. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you're fully, fully present in a moment, like in something, be it playing football, be it you know walking along the canal. Like when you have those moments where there's zero thought, you don't even realize you're in it. It's only when you start to think, "Oh, I'm not really thinking." Oh shit! Now I'm thinking. (laughs) Oh, now I'm thinking about the thinking. Yeah, yeah. And how the thinking thinking, and it's just like that's how we go about our everyday lives. We just constantly. Put our thoughts in kind of like a uh, washing machine. Like mm. We throw the thoughts in, we keep throwing them in, we let them just spin round and round and round in mm. our heads until it gets out of control and then it breaks and we go, "Oh, I don't know what happened." Yeah. So, what techniques do you
1: use to keep that that washing machine empty? Then, like, so. I mean,
2: th- so again, like, techniques is something that I've 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 implemented certain practices in my life that I wouldn't say techniques, but they work for me in okay. terms of m- me being more present so like those moments i was talking about where you just you have clarity you're not thinking you're just doing so one of those things for me is just being in the gym working out like i literally when i'm working out i'm just totally focused on whatever it is i'm doing and whatever it is i'm listening to uh reading is another one Like you just you're in I'm, I'm reading the book i'm not necessarily thinking about it, which i used to i used to think about the book I used to read, I used to go, I can't remember what I just read. I'm going to have to read that page again. (laughs) And I read it again and go, yeah, I still can't remember what I just read. I'm thinking about the page too much. I'm going to have to read it again. Mm. Whereas now I can just be in a book and read it and not worry about whether I'm taking it in or not. I just get through the book. And I used to be someone who religiously underlined stuff. Sometimes I still do. If something pops out to me, especially I'll underline it. But when you're trying to underline stuff in a book, you're using a different part of your brain. And I'm not, you know, a scientist or whateverist, but you're not. You're not taking in the information. You're looking for for what you like, rather than just letting the information come in. So, yeah. Anyway, reading, meditating, exercise, and there's a whole host of things that you can be present in any moment. You can, you can. It's not about being present. It's about living in the presence. Being present. Is an action that you're trying to do something. Mm. Living in the present is when you're just living and existing, and you're just you're unaware of it until you become aware of it, which is then the problem (laughs) because then you're thinking about being aware of it, and you see how it kind of all ties together. So thinking less about thinking, just yeah, like we don't (laughs) like realistically. I I believe we don't have to think. Like we will think thoughts are always going to generate. Like we could sit here right now, take a deep breath, breathe back out. And a thought's going to pop in your head a random thought it mm. could be about what you had for dinner yesterday it could be about the last person who messaged you it could be about how long we got left on the podcast like whatever it will it will, it will come like mm. you can't you can't deny that but trying to then think about that thought that we just had instead of letting the next thought come in behind it we we, we sort of create like a traffic jam with thoughts instead of just like letting the traffic flow
1: yeah yeah I feel like by moving around and doing stuff with my body it helps for me to get into a moment where I've got less in this washing machine going around. I think yeah. if I'm doing something physical like you said working out or walking or if I'm just doing something simple with my hands yeah. I don't know could be have, just have you got any like
2: specific like mindfulness practice and I, I, I hate to call them like practices but like like you said the specific things that you n- you notice. I think yeah th- you're in those like,
1: Yeah, I think I think things like Walking, I think yeah. I've, we said this a few times so yeah. th- And we spoke about it before the podcast Walking, I didn't realise Like people, I, I used to be like, I don't meditate But I realised by going for a walk or work, I work out first thing in the morning mm. So I wake up quite early mm-hmm. Work out And then when I'm leaving the gym And I say bye to the person at the reception I realise three hours have passed in my day And I've not said a word yeah. And I've just not thought about anything yeah. Apart from just lifting right. some weights Doing some breathing
2: on that note The maddest thing It's what It's two o'clock now Yeah You and Bill Are the first people I had a conversation with today Wow Literally the first people I've had a conversation with Okay So I've just been Just been doing stuff Just going through Like haven't. Do you know what I mean yeah. So I, I get what you mean When you say it, get, You get three hours Into your day yeah. And it's like You haven't spoken to anyone
1: Yeah And it's like You're not Because I've not had to have Any conversation or anything I'm kind of I'm within myself Yeah And then because I'm just I'm physically moving around You know walk, yeah. it might be a, Sometimes I even walk to the gym work out And then walk back I might listen to an audio book on the way there, but I might not. I might just walk along and then you can kind of just get lost in your thoughts. And because I've done the gym routine so many times, done the walks so many times, I don't even have to think about, am I going to go left or right? Do I need to do this exercise? So sometimes I can find myself zoning out. Mm. Say, for example, waking up at 5.30 and then at 8.30, I'm like, where where have those three hours gone? And those are the moments I've realized that I've actually got closer to those experiences yeah. but I, I wasn't aware of it at the time so exactly. if, if, it, uh, in short yeah going to the gym going for a walk th- that's when i get to those po- that's yeah. when i get to those kind of moments other than that i've got a very active mind
2: yeah, now, yeah. i do too and i'm not saying i'm some sort of you know i use the word guru about social media i'm not some sort of guru like yeah. we all have yeah. those moments yeah. but it's about rec- like if you can recognize that you're having those moments you're one step ahead of the game yeah because the awareness of them is the first thing so three things i always talk about is recognizing accepting and then growing so the recognition is the first step of anything be it battling if you're an alcoholic the first thing you have to do is recognize that you're an alcoholic yeah okay for an example if you are having anxious thoughts or feelings you have to recognize you're having those feelings to then be able to move along the stages so once you're able to recognize something so i i you know the the weeks i had before Take myself out of everything and just living as I said I was so caught up in my own head and had so much anxiety and nervousness and fear but I recognized it once I recognized it the next step was then accepting it and that acceptance was me going okay I know I'm having these feelings that's cool it's fine I'm a human being I'm allowed to have emotions and feelings I know I'm having them so right now what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna accept that, accept that they're there and I'm just gonna do more stuff in the kind of physical world and let the thoughts and the consciousness and everything just process itself. Because the brain figures itself out eventually. Like it always does. It's, it's like a super smart computer. More smart than the new MacBooks. It's super <laughs> smart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we maybe, maybe not as pricey less, less, well, <laughs> <cheaper>? is it? is <laughs> cheaper I don't know <laughs> what's don't the know. price of <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah so it's like yeah. the, the brain always processes itself so if you can have that level of yeah. acceptance and I mean totally like accept surrender to everything that you're feeling you'll then get the moments of clarity where you'll grow mm. and that, that's three really simple things that I coach about that I'll talk about that I, I, I always try and bring up on the podcast is like recognize, accept, and grow. Yeah, rag. Rack, there you go. Yeah.
1: Give me a little methodology so, there. It yeah. doesn't, sounds <laughs> cool doesn't sound there. as cool, does <laughs> it? Yeah, rag.
2: Maybe I need to yeah. change the last one to something yeah. else. Yeah. Ram. Ram. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I can battle up. Yeah, apple. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, when it comes to your coaching, what kind of people do you coach? What's your. What's
2: your uh... So, I am my ideal. Okay. <laughs> ideal. Um, Uh, I hate the word client but connection let's use connection I prefer that word I am my ideal coaching connection because I'm a young guy could be a girl whatever but I'm in my early 30s could be mid 20s could be you know that sort of millennial kind of age range Mm -hmm. a lot of overthinking a lot of processing goes on through my phone through my life through the work that I do through the people that I meet through relationships or potential relationships through family through like so it's about me understanding those pressures that we have, that we go through and being able to help someone like work with them on it. And again, I'm not perfect. I never will be, never have been, Like, and that's just how it is. But what I am trying to help people understand is this higher level of consciousness and this high, higher level of um, acceptance and just getting into that process because once you can do it and once you can get into it and I'm telling you, I've been there. I've been in like the darkest of the darkest, like in my life, like the darkest. And even like two months ago, coming back from Japan, like I, 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 half of the problem was, I was like, oh my God, I can't be in this state of mind. Not me. Like I'm the person who's trying to help people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was, I was like creating a conflict within myself. And that's another thing we do is we create conflict within ourselves. So, and I'm going off the bit off topic here, mm-hmm. but, cool. but so like, you have a feeling that you don't like. What do you do? What's your first thought? I, I,
1: I don't know. It depends on the feeling. I might think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. i have a good old think about it. And, and what might, are you
2: thinking about it?
1: I might try and think about a way to ignore it. Yeah. Or or I, I, That really depends. I, I think usually if it's something I don't like, yeah. I try and get it out of my head. So some what are you, way. What are you doing by it.
2: doing that? I don't know. What am I doing by doing that? You're thinking on top of it. Ah, yes. And that, and that right, thinking on top right. of it is creating a conflict All right because you're saying i don't like this i don't want it i need to get rid of it so straight away you're throwing more thoughts and attachment and feeling at it and you're just creating like a friction within yourself and that friction builds and builds and builds and because that friction is there you're still having the feeling that you don't like so you're going i really don't like this feeling i really need to get rid of it and you create more of it and it's again it goes into the the um hypothetical washing machine okay. and it goes round and round and round and the conflict is there and you, you build this conflict up within yourself by attaching yourself to this bad feeling and the same mm. thing goes for a good feeling we chase good things we chase good feelings and it's exactly the same at the other end we all go i really love this how do i get more of it how do i do more of it oh i'm not doing more of it now how can i do more of it and mm. you're creating a different kind of conflict and then mm. you throw that into the hypothetical washing machine and that goes round and round
1: okay is that why an impromptu night out is always the best
2: so like, you know, yeah. just have like that like random or, th- f- Yeah go on No I say Even when you just do something Without expectation Yeah Like you go somewhere And you have no idea What the event's going to be like The party's going to be like Or you meet someone you have no idea What they're going to be like And you're like Oh that was actually pretty cool Some of my best days
1: yeah. Some of my best experiences Have just been Should we go out Or should we do something And yeah. then you go out And you just have Like you said No expectation And it yeah. just just makes for a great time Yeah Ah, thank you very much um, so yeah your ideal client is is, is partner shall we say is
2: yourself yeah like someone in that kind of mould mm. um, feeling you know you might be feeling a bit lost you might be feeling a bit anxious you might have questions that you kind of want to answer about yourself you might have things that you know you're trying to deal with and trying to process and you don't understand for yourself you know all, mm. all places I've been in my life you might be someone creative who gets incredibly frustrated that you're not getting further so it's about all of that, relinquishing all of that and going back to that thing of recognising, accepting and growing. Mm. And it's about working through that and getting yourself into a place where you you can begin to deal with it. Not, and, and again, it's not about going, okay, I'm going to give you these five tips of things that you can <laughs> do and these five things, if you do them every day, yeah. you're going to be fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's not about that. It's about an understanding and helping people come to the realisation of what that understanding is. Okay. And it's unbelievable
1: yeah it's great i mean and this must feel quite a contrast to the, w- the way you feel now must be a big contrast to the way that you felt during your darker times like do oh, you want to like how yeah. dark was it like, so
2: i mean this is like oh, man i struggle with the timeline to be honest but it's like i reckon seven years ago maybe six let me work it out quickly six yeah six to seven years ago um but this was this was this was the realization moment was six to seven years ago It was a build up of stuff, of what I say. You know, it's like you go through your life, there's expectation on you. You go to school, you then go to college, you're then supposed to go to uni. I didn't go to uni, then get a job, and then you're supposed to move out and you're supposed to have a girlfriend. And and there's all this kind of expectation within life. And it's like I was going through this life, and exactly, you know, all the boxes were getting ticked apart from the uni thing. All the boxes were getting ticked, you know, earning good money, had my own car, had a girlfriend. Like all this stuff was getting ticked, but I was miserable and I, I couldn't figure it out. And I didn't—I didn't know it at the time. That was all the thing—is I didn't actually know it until I got to a point of r- recognizing it, essentially, and coming to a realization point. And this was when I was with my ex-girlfriend, um, and basically we were in her room in a in a f- uh, parent's house, and we were arguing about something. As you know, couples do—you don't get on, agree of everything. We were having some kind of debate. I can't. If this is how deep it was I don't even know what we were talking about <laughs> I really don't I can't even remember and she was sat at, at her dressing table looking into the mirror I was sat on the edge of her bed behind her looking down at the floor and we were going back and forth back and forth back and forth and then she just turned around and she said why aren't you saying anything I looked up at her and she was like why aren't you saying anything why aren't you saying anything and that was the moment I realized that I was having the conversation in my own head So she was saying stuff and I was answering it, but not saying the words. But I hadn't realized that that's what I was doing. I was just so engrossed in my own mind, in my thoughts, in everything, in the feeling of it. And I just looked at her and she kept saying, why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you saying anything? Just like She was like, I was obviously being rude (laughs) in the context of the situation, right? Hello. (laughs) So I just looked at her and I just burst into tears. Like, just burst into tears. Straight away, her tone went like that. It changed. She came flying over to the bed and she was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's happened? And I was just like, just crying. I couldn't I couldn't physically say anything and my mind had just stopped and I couldn't say anything. I was just crying and she was like, what's, what's up? What's up? What's up? And I, the only words I could get out was, I don't feel like myself. And that's all I could say. I said it four or five times. I don't feel like myself. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, I just don't feel like myself. And that was, the tears were part relief, <laughs> part fear, part you know, all of the emotions at once because it was the first time that not only had I said it out loud to someone, I'd even said it to myself, like accepted it within myself or recognised it. And that from that moment and it, around this time, again, not realising it, I was having suicidal thoughts. I was hating everything that I was doing. Like I didn't want to go out. I'd stay in. Even if I did go out, I'd be like a, I'd almost be like an android, just like have the conversation but deep down inside, it was just like, fuck, it, I don't want to be here. Like, I just really don't want to be And then I'd go home and i just feel miserable. Like, even if I had, like, the best night ever and, like, mm. Snapchat was lit and, like, yeah, it was popping on Insta. i like, go home and I'd just be miserable. And I just thought that was normal. I just thought it was a low, like, off off the back of the night or whatever and I had all these feelings always going on and basically it got to this moment with, with my ex and that was the moment where it was like, okay, this this is what is happening. This is where I'm at. So the process after that was I went to a therapist for a little bit, which I didn't quite get on with. Not like get on with in kind of like one-on-one kind of thing, but I just it, it didn't feel like therapy was the right thing for me. So I, I went on my own journey of like trying to strip back everything. So I went back literally to basics. Like, you know, when you're playing football and it's like you're, you're losing 2-0 and everyone's trying to t- too hard and it's like, lads, we've got to go back to basics. It was like that. I literally back to the basics. Okay, cool. Who am I? And that this is where we, we this is where it gets a bit iffy but back then this made sense because who am i is we can go onto this later but like that's a whole different question like the this image of self But at the time it was like okay who am i what do i represent what do i like doing what don't i like doing who do i like hanging out with what are the things that make me tick like i couldn't i didn't know the answer to these questions i was so lost in my life i could not answer those questions for myself looking at myself in the mirror literally like I couldn't answer them and that was scary but again looking on the flip side of it I was like actually this is an opportunity for me to learn this stuff for myself so I went on a process of that proceeding not proceeding that following um, three four years of just going on that journey and out of the back of that came the podcast out of the back of that came so much other stuff where I am now so it's like to answer your question it was pretty pretty deep and pretty dark well, yeah man
1: <laughs> yeah but, no, but, but you know you know <laughs> You thanks for sharing that with us, man, and and pleasure. And it's it's great to hear that you've managed to to find your way out of that, and also help others along the way. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people are. Uh, one thing that it took me a really, and I by no way means know everything. All right, I'm the first to say it, but I think li- little things that I've realized that work for me is that it's all right to have ups and downs, man. Mm. Like I, th- I think for a while, for a long time. Especially growing up, it wasn't alright to be down. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? And I know I'm oversimplifying yeah. these things, but it, it's it's not. So the fact that you know it's becoming something that is more discussed in the media now and is something that people are more uh, are happy with sharing, do you think that's a really positive yeah, thing 100%. For, for this whole uh, climate of conversation? 100%
2: because it's starting the conversation. Whether the conversation is going in the right direction is another thing. Yeah, yeah. Because what we tend to believe, again, and it's the way that we've been raised through our lives just as human beings in mm. general not um, you know specifically our generation or whatever is that external factors create our feelings which isn't true our internal is what creates the external experience so that the excuse me the experience that we have is only created from ourselves so an example would be if you were to spill a cup of coffee on my leg right now burning hot i could be like oh fuck, man fuck you doing like Mm. like, fucking well i can be like don't worry about it don't worry about it yeah so the fact that i can react differently to the exact same thing exact same external thing shows you it's not the external thing that creates the feeling it's about the feeling that comes from inside that creates how the external experience becomes Mm. does that make sense yeah i understand so yeah, it's like it's you react you using what's
1: inside to affect you yeah. know, to, to, to outside instead of being a you know taking control basically is what you're saying is taking you're taking a, a, some form of control over that situation
2: yeah and it's only how you reflect on the inside yeah. dependent on how you then see the external world yeah. so again tying it back into that allowing that stream of consciousness and that level of something that we just i, I say consciousness but we don't know what it is it's just to kind of give mm. it a word like we don't understand that so to allow that to flow for us more we 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 open up a different experience of what we're seeing and what we're living because Mm. we're not caught in this world of like if someone spills a coffee on me i must react angry angrily Mm. if someone hits me in the face i must hit them back it's Mm. like we 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 start to react to things differently we start to see things differently there's there's you realise that you might have spilled coffee in my leg. It doesn't matter, yeah.
1: and don't and don't pour a coffee in
2: your friend's no, leg don't if you're listening. That, to don't do try it and like, use this as an example. Like, yeah.
1: By the way, I heard this on a podcast. So <laughs> basically, I want to see how saying, you react yeah, in yeah. it. Like, oh, uh, so basically, you, you've got really angry. So
2: like, that means that basically, you <laughs> externally you are unhappy because of it. <laughs> don't do that.
1: Yeah, 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 it won't go down very well. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you. So <still>, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. the
2: point being that we 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 live our lives in that yeah. kind of situation. So again, using the, the example of my life, good job. Girlfriend, all that was ticked. That stuff, surely equals happiness. Yeah. That's what we always taught. Yeah. Surely that stuff equals happiness. Good hashtag money, good
1: times. Yeah,
2: yeah. Hashtag good times. My life's popping. i um, yeah. you know popping bottles in the club. That's yeah. that. Surely that equals happiness. No, it didn't. Why? Because it's not that external thing that matters. The thing that matters is the happiness, the clarity, the realization, the all of that stuff that we we experience as living we can't create it we can't make it happen we can't be like okay i'm going to be happy like Mm. happiness is a thing that exists within us and channels through us we don't know how we don't know why that's how we experience living and those things allow us to then live a a life to get the good job to to do the rest of it the rest of it comes outside of that
1: for real for real. So. Suicidal thoughts Like what
2: What what are they Like what what are suicidal thoughts Oh man uh, Standing on the train platform Thinking like Oh if the train comes If I jumped in front of it Is anyone going to care Really That's That's okay, one that's Or one. driving down the street If I crashed my car Fuck myself up Fuck it What's the worst that will Like can I do that and I'd probably be better off anyway If I was in a wheelchair wow. Or if I Like that, them sort of things And you're, they, they're like It's a serious, a serious considera- Consideration That you're going through In your life so these aren't just glimpses of thoughts these are like in your mind you're exploring these kinds yeah you're of ex- like thinking about the option of it <laughs> You're like, but you know I will go to say thankfully I was never in a place where I would have taken the action yeah. it was an exploratory thought and obviously people who do get themselves into those situations most important thing you do is speak to someone yeah. call someone speak to someone be it a friend be it your, your mum your dad be it a, a helpline just call someone like honestly mm-hmm. reach out to anyone because that's not where you you should be, or no matter how you're feeling, there's a way out of it um so for me, they were the kind of things, and it was like y- you just like you don't realize you're doing it, like I said, I didn't realize, I just thought oh, maybe that's what everyone thinks standing on the edge of the platform, like oh, if I chuck myself in front of this train, is anyone going to care like you do- <laughs> and it sounds mad, like you just don't know any better because that's how you experience life, mm wow so
1: you've i mean that's deep yeah, yeah yeah um so you know would you say that kind of having an awareness of how that felt helps you to understand other people when you kind of and i know you're not saying you know you talk to me about if you have suicidal thoughts yeah, you say yeah. very clearly you know talk talk to a friend or something like that but does it help you when you talk to other people that are in places that Aren't you know Then they're not in there In a good way To kind of have Had that experience yourself
2: Yeah because relate to them I think in the sense of like I understand Where that moment is Yeah But also What I now understand Is that That is just a moment That is just a thought Mm. That's all it is It's a Mm. thought And that thought can change Okay And if you don't Attach yourself Onto that thought And that feeling I put it in the Hypothetical washing machine. machine That like the thought will change and mm. that's like the moment where everything changes when, mm. you've, when you really truly fully understand and recognize that mm. that's where a lot changes and, and the example we used on this coaching course yesterday is like when you wake up from a dream no matter how intense the dream is like no matter how f- scary it is how exciting it is no matter what feeling you're feeling the moment you wake up or like the few seconds after all of those feelings fall away mm. because you know that that was just thoughts it wasn't real but we can't, we we don't have that same acceptance and that same realization over the thoughts that we're having every day in life we we chase them we try to like yeah. make something of them instead of just actually just let that fall away what's the next thought that's going to come along
1: mm. do you how do you use technology to to one help you on your own personal journey and two to help you kind of spread your your word
2: uh technology listening to podcasts in the gym. Oh yes. Love that. That's like oh, man, that's my time. Podcasts
1: and gym. People yeah. are out there thinking I'm listening to fifty cent. Man, I'm, I'm <laughs> not.
2: Nah. I'm, I'm, I'm learning, baby. <laughs> well I'm when I'm doing a little dance around the gym, that's yeah. because I'm liking what I'm listening to and it's someone's <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah. Um What pods um, are you listening to? So obviously Dreamer's Disease. Yeah, no, great um, podcast. So the ones that I my go to, I've got like three or four go to's. Uh, Lewis Howe School of Greatness similar much bigger than dreamers disease but similar kind of inspirational people lots of very interesting conversations Uh, Tim Ferriss yeah obviously is one of the big dogs but just fascinating guy I was never really into his podcast funnily enough until I read Tools of Titans Mm. you read that I've not read that I've read the four hour work week um, and I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss's podcast I
1: just don't Tim, with all due respect, that intro music is it still the oh, electronic techno
2: stuff? Yeah, a lot of yeah, the that, needs, that, that needs to man. go,
1: bro. Yeah, it's Tim, just let's get straight to you. We don't need t- t- that damn Faris show. Oh, I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. don't.
2: I don't need that, yeah, mate. No, straight saying. to the pod. Let's get into it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I'm yeah aware so I wasn't of Tim, into bro, him yeah. until I read Tools of Titans, yeah. which is like essentially the best bits of all the interviews from his best. Cool. Uh, podcast interviews in a yeah, book so yeah. sick so I read that and I was like okay I need to so I started listening to the podcast more um the receipts yeah receipts I love the receipts great UK podcast love yeah. the receipts like, honestly that is like my favourite <laughs> like UK p- podcast like so good That's I love great. it I love them girls as well it's just amazing um, then I listened to like a couple of football ones Golazzo which is like the Italian football podcast um, and then I've got some others that I kind of dip into like Gary V if I just need like a massive Up motivation like <laughs> rocket up, <my> ass, like <laughs> Gary V the one uh, what else is there Joe Rogan if I just want to like listen to a stoner conversation with someone quite funny or interesting mm. although I will say the interview he did with Tyson Fury after the Wilder fight is one of the best interviews I've ever heard Okay, ever. I, need to, I need to listen to that I've not listened to that episode the way Tyson Fury talks about his situation and his ups and downs and his life is incredible that mm-hmm. is a great, great interview. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're probably the main ones, to be honest. Okay, cool. Didn't
1: mention how to kill now, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I just listened to that thing? this morning. To be fair, <laughs> I just to the
2: Jazzy Jess uh,
1: interview. Oh yeah, oh yeah, That is, That's you know, that was. A, he's got a lot of knowledge, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's an authority sick. in the game. So That's yeah. Sick. All right, so podcast, and and you know, you used to have a club night, right? Yep. Is that true? Yep. Yeah, true. Yeah, back so in you the day. yeah back in the day into music and stuff like that. So do you still you still quite connected to music as well?
2: Yeah, I am again now, funnily enough. Um, But yes, I used to work for... So basically, I I used to work for One Extra running their social media. Mm -hmm. Um, Before that, me and my friend back in 2010, we started a blog called We Are SME, and we used to use the blog called Music that we liked. And because we were so on it, we started to get a bit of a following. And what we didn't realise at the time was a lot of that following was coming from people within the industry who were trying to find out who the next artists were going to be. They were sort of checking our blog. (laughs) Um, off the back of the blog, after the first six months or nine months, we started doing club nights. So we started doing regular, we, d- we were doing like a live version of what the blog represented basically. Um, pretty cool. We had like a live Twitter feed to people tweeting at the night, could see their tweets coming up. We were giving out t-shirts, like giving out mixtapes. Um, see,
1: there's a social media guru bit coming out, that <laughs> a, live, a live tweet screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So someone it.
2: can take that because it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so we and, and then we kind of over time we developed or evolved the club night into it was already it was, originally it was called We Are SME blog parties which is a bit of a mouthful and it was like volume one volume two volume, and they went up to like I think it got to like volume 30 nearly mm-hmm. so like 30 events but then we evolved it into a club night called Wonderlust, which was a bit more muso a bit more similar kind of um, idea in terms of like the, the music but what we really were interested in doing was bringing in a live guest like an upcoming artist and p- giving them a platform to, to, to do their thing. Um, so, yeah, anyway, off the back of the blog and stuff, I got the job at One Extra uh, doing their social media. So I was very involved in, in music, obviously. From there, I was sitting on the playlist team, which is the team that decides, what goes on the playlist. <laughs> um, and then since I left One Extra to go freelance, obviously to focus on that the podcast and the coaching and stuff, Yep. Um, which was last s- or end of last August, mm-hmm. or middle of August, whenever it was, um, I've, I've disconnected myself from almost disconnected from the music scene completely like just again I had to take myself out of it because i was you know it's very in a very amazing scene but also a lot of frustrations when you're working in a place like that with a lot of kind of different pressures and things was just disconnected from us. So i listened to i still listen to like obviously like you know drill music and like l- keeping up to date with who's popping like hardy or whatever yeah. But Your gun leans on point You know the movie. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I do know the move. I wouldn't say it's on point there. I would not say it's on point um, It's a bit rusty yeah
1: Yeah I some, yeah. some WD-40 around yeah, there, does, yeah, yeah it does cool.
2: um, But I basically Started listening to like I just started listening to like More jazz I started yeah. listening to like more Just other stuff Just that I like listening to like I didn't feel like I always had to be listening to like UK urban music To stay mm. on top I just started listening to more stuff That I enjoyed Led mm. Zeppelin or like whatever Like Jimi Hendrix Like yeah, So, but but now I'm, I'm yeah, starting to yeah miss I it think, a bit. I think that's something that comes of age, though, is just broadening your mind
1: when it comes to music. I mean, then there is so much music out there yeah. at the moment that I think it's great to consume new stuff, but some of the best music is the stuff that's still relevant now. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, So there's loads of music now that we love now, but, yeah. you know, there's loads of tunes that are popping in the club right now, but next month we'll be sick of them. But... There are still songs in the club that you hear week in, week out that DJ always plays that are great. So mm. by going back in time, you're kind of getting the best of the best. Exactly. man Do you know awesome. what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. You're listening to some Marvin Gaye, yeah, man, yeah? Awesome. like that tune. You know, still sounds good. That, you know, Sexual yeah. Healing, just a tune. Man, Do you know I've,
2: what I mean? I've got a playlist that me and a friend put together in Japan. Yeah. Of just like all of the jazz tunes that we were hearing. Okay. Over like a three, four day period, like in every bar that we seem to go and they playing jazz music. Every right. time there's a good tune. Me and her with Shazam. The song. Okay, and we create a playlist out of the, out it's of the on, tunes. It's on Spotify. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what it is. The secret.
1: Uh, oh, secret. oh, I was I just loading up my Spotify. Tell you off okay, my, tell okay you off cool. My.
2: All right, cool. Because it's this. I'll put it in the show description. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, it's just it's just okay. the tunes, man. It's just because it's like it's a bit of a personal thing. it's it's right. like the memories Fair of enough. like not just us, but like the group of people we we're Fair with. Fair enough. Um, so it's just yes, it's it's just some amazing like Aretha Franklin on there, like okay. just. Right, bad tunes. All
1: right, You've got really, new stuff really well. upselling it and then just yeah. not sharing Sorry, it. No, listen,
2: something's things remain private. You know, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Fair> hey,
1: listen, <laughs> we're entitled to that, man. entitled <laughs> to that, um, but yeah. So, you, so jazz and Japan. Tell me more about it, man. Was it? Was it? Oh, what what was? Why'd you go out there? Would what, you just talk? Let's go. Have, go, have, you, have you, you
2: been? It. Not been to Japan? No. Do you plan to? Of
1: course, I do. Yeah, I think Dude. it's. It'll be. I think Western society doesn't doesn't highlight how important it is oh. to kind of. Go over and explore Japan Honestly You know man. what I mean I feel like we I feel like we When I say we I feel like society Kind of was a bit like Looked down upon going over Yeah there, But I think it's such it Why would you not go there Why would you not experience no. the world But yeah go
2: on You, you it's go just an incredible place like yeah. I, I wanted to go straight back Really like I actually went for three weeks
0: Three weeks
2: three, three weeks But in my last day I decided to stay for an extra week So I ended up staying for four weeks It was that wow. good And it was just like there was a lot of elements to it in terms of like, obviously you're traveling, you're free, you don't have to worry, I wasn't worrying about work and, you know, money and because you're away and all that sort of stuff, you're in kind of full on holiday mode, but it's just an amazing country, like the people are beautiful, they're, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, not mannerisms, they're, um, you know, like the things they do just day to day, culture, like everything they do is just amazing, like it's a beautiful place, it's just like, it's just incredible. It's a peaceful as hell. Like it's just so slow paced and chilled, and it's just incredible. And there's so much history there. On top of all that, and just places to discover that you just didn't even know existed in Japan. Like unbelievable. Like
1: okay. books like to Japan. me yeah. honestly, yeah. it
2: was so good. Like, and I met some incredible people along the way. Like, honestly, I've never done the whole backpacking thing, that like, hostel thing. Um, but the reason I went is my mate Adam. Um, he was he's a freelance events manager and he was working on an event in Tokyo uh, for a week and he basically messaged me saying, oh, I got the Tokyo job. Like one thing and he's like traveling around Japan for a few weeks afterwards. He's like, would you be up for it? Do you want to come with me? And I was like, yes. Like, he literally <laughs> didn't even ask me twice. I was like, yes. Yeah. I was like, when do we book the flights? Um, and then his, his other friend Tamir came as well. So it's three of us. Um, and I was a little bit apprehensive about the... Uh, Hostel situation and staying in hostels because you hear some bad stuff like you know. But I mean, I've watched the films hostels. So, yeah, so. I mean, I, I've got, I'll put it on paper. It wasn't like that. Okay, cool. But um, everybody came back of all yeah, their body parts. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Right, cool. Um, so I was a little bit apprehensive, just again my, in my own thinking about it, rather than just going out there and doing it. Yeah. So in the end, I was like, do you know what? I'm chilled. We'll book what we got a book. Let's go and do it. And the hostels was the best thing we did because we met so many people in the hostels. We met more people in the hostels than we did when we were out and about, and we. Were, people who are now friends like had wow. lunch with a couple of friends we met a couple of weeks ago got uh, another friend in canada like uh dr john who's still traveling who's from australia like just people that we met that i now chat to very often which is incredible you
1: Got a network got a worldwide network yeah. now it's growing dreamers disease spreading spread worldwide yeah that's and also it.
2: If, if so th- this was interesting as well while we were out there obviously i didn't want to stop the podcast so we we podcasted if that's a, uh, the right term the whole trip nice. so if you go on to dreamers disease there's the travel diaries which is part one part two part three part four of our whole journey so you can hear everything we got up to what we did the experience and we were very honest and open and talking about the people we met the places we went so it's just quite a cool little thing for us to listen back to, mm. but we got, we had an amazing response to that. So you just whipped out
1: the mics as yeah, you arrived. I
2: brought my mics with me, my little recorder, and just yeah. every now and then we'd sit down and record. Like, all right, boys, what we've been up to. I
1: was talking to Bill about us doing stuff like that because obviously we're doing quite a bit of travelling, particular yeah. now. And a lot of the stuff we do, we recap afterwards. But yeah. we've got the ways and means and the tech to kind of record Honestly, stuff in the field.
2: It was awesome, man, and yes. it was proper like I, we were releasing it as we were going. So like mm. people were hearing about what we got up to in Osaka, like two days after we left osaka mm. it wasn't like a you know, we were pre-recorded but it was like it was as live and people yeah. were seeing it on our instas or whatever so it was all there for people to see and experience as one kind of thing was, nice yeah it was wicked
1: oh, awesome man awesome and what was the food situation like out there
2: what <sighs> the kind of things did you do? Oh, japanese food man yeah it's just it's noodles it's sushi dumplings okonomiyaki which is like their uh it's like a savoury pancake, mm. but they put like it sounds disgusting when you describe it, and it doesn't look particularly appealing. But it's the most incredible thing I've ever eaten. It's like a it's a massive savoury pancake, and they put like veg in it, and they put they might put chicken or whatever you want to have in it, and you basically they 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 make it on a massive hot plate. Um, they, they chef it up on there. They they serve it to you on the hot plate if you're sat at the counter and you get like a little mini tiny spatula to cut it out with and then just like shovel it in your mouth <laughs> or you can <laughs> cut it with the spatula and then use chopsticks mm.
1: um,
2: that was amazing Os- and, then, and what's it called? Okonomiyaki Okonomiyaki I haven't, f- I haven't explored the London options yet but okay. I'll report back when I do
1: yeah, but you know it's not going to taste gonna be the same, as good as it? Yeah, not. it's, but not it's not still taste like it's.
2: Yeah. Otherwise i always have to try and make it myself, which I'm not really looking forward to doing.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um so did you did you like bring back stuff from Japan? What did you what did you bring back
2: with you, man? Uh apart from tales of delicious food, uh, what f- f- physical stuff or like it, But let's go for both, man. Like, let's Physic- let's do, yeah. Physical so I've got a thing wherever I go to a new country, new place, I always buy a magnet. Fridge magnet. Fridge magnet. Fair enough. So I've got a magnet. Okay. <laughs> a couple of magnets actually because we, we traveled about. So i got three or four magnets. Um, what else? I think physically that's literally the only stuff I brought back. Oh, football shirts. That's another thing I do is I buy football shirts when I go to places. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's one of my other things, passions. Um, but yeah, just, just in terms of coming back from Japan, like I said, when I got back from Japan, my head was on mess because all of a sudden I had totally, totally opened up my view on everything you know the consciousness had like completely open i thought i had it all like figured out like this is what i'm going to be doing got the podcast got the freelance work got the Mm -hmm. coaching like Mm -hmm. this is it i got back and i was just like oh damn there's way more to life than this stuff (laughs) like way more to life than this stuff like and i'm stressing about this stuff like how can i what how do i want to experience life? how do i want to experience life and all these questions so mentally it changed a lot for me in a good way initially it was ba- in a bad way because i was so in my head about it but in such a good way because it's just made me more aware of like that again going back to that consciousness and that awareness that we just don't we just we just not we just can't understand it it just mm-hmm. opened me up way more in 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 that sense which is which is great and also the experiences just changed everything you know and the mm-hmm. people you meet like it's, it's mad
1: what was it like coming back to the uk
2: did you get uh, a little bit, you must have had some holiday blues. Yeah, oh massively, totally. Like the first week was really hard. 10 days probably even was really hard, like trying to get motivated to do stuff again. Yeah, was so hard. I was just like, oh, I just want to take my backpack and go somewhere again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's all I kept thinking. I've actually um, done that before. I got back from E3 last year and then I went straight to Prague. Yeah, it was a little yeah. bit of work, but it felt like a holiday needed yeah, after. Mate, was, I mean, I booked,
2: E3 was work as well. But I'd yeah, like, bu- booked the flight within two weeks of being back home. Yeah, I can relate to that. I was just like yeah do you know what? I'm going to book it I can relate to that <laughs> um, it's like it's like taking the Monday off after a weekend away yeah, it? yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like coming yeah. back yeah I don't want to go to work tomorrow yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean but on the whole like yeah. in- incredible man just like yeah. yeah just very blessed I'm trying to now work out next year how can I go and travel a bit more I was
1: going to say what's next for you because the podcast as you've, as you've described can go with you wherever you are So what's, exactly what's which which
2: was part of the the greatness but also part of the problem was like I now had this option of taking the podcast on the road and traveling the experience as I did it. And I was like, damn, can I do that? Mm. That's a possibility. Mm. Shit, this changes everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's... All of a sudden, it's not like, oh, okay, I need to book a guest. It's like, I can take a backpack, I can hit the road, and mm-hmm. I can have a conversation with someone that I meet along the way. Exactly. And people are going to be into it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, damn, this is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, so me, like the next six months, I'm very focused on uh, up until the end of the year, everything podcast uh the freelance contract that i've just got um coaching um the other podcasts that i've got football podcast um and then from january i'm going to explore options in terms of like the travel side of things Mm -hmm. what you know that where can i balance the work and travel thing Mm -hmm. um and looking more kind of at that So yeah that's it man cool
0: head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long
3: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
1: And before we let you get out of here, let's talk about the retro football shirt podcast, man. (laughs) Let's go. Oh, man. So you're into football shirts.
2: What an interesting niche. But uh, yeah, so tell us about the pod, man. So, man, so, so as with everything, right? you know by doing this, like sometimes this can feel like proper work and proper. So you just sit there sometimes you think, oh man, what is the point? <laughs> but the thing is like the podcast was always my um, release from those feelings within work. And once the podcast got to that point where it was like actually I want to uphold a standard. And this was part of the issue I was having recently and why I had to sit away from everything. It was like, it started to feel like work and the passion of just sitting down and having a fun conversation was kind of dwindling away slowly. Um, So while I was still working at One Extra, me and a friend Uche, mutual friend of ours, Mm -hmm. um, we would, for whatever reason, we would just talk about football shirts across the desk to each other. I don't know why. I think because last summer I was wearing football shirts quite a lot. So we just always end up having conversations. And someone in the office just turned around and said, do you know what? If you two recorded these conversations and turned it into a podcast, it'd be really funny. Listen. And me being me, I was like ding yeah okay like literally the next day I'd had a, I'd made a logo I'd come up <laughs> with a name a concept for the podcast I said "Ouch." I was like we, we can do this this is going to be so good like it's just going to be so much fun just sitting around talking about football shirts like everyone loves football shirts like but if you're into football you love a football shirt there's a big there's a big like audience for it people mm-hmm. will like enjoy the conversations. so like, let's just record one and see how it is and we went from there and we've kind of like built up Um, I think we're on like episode 20 something at the minute And we're kind of we're working with Classic Football Shirts, which is like the biggest football shirt website. Mm. Kind of, I'd I'd like to say in the world, probably I'm not actually sure, but definitely in the UK and probably in Europe, and most probably in the world, to be honest. Um, They're like our kind of sponsors. Doug, who runs Classic Football Shirts, is like a, a a guest on the. Podcasters Kitman Doug, so he chimes mm-hmm. in when we want like expert advice on stuff because we really don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> like, our thing, our tagline is like crap facts and rubbish stats mm-hmm. because we mess stuff up. We mm-hmm. don't actually know what we're talking about. We're just fans. Yeah, it's just like it's like if someone came here right now and brought the most high tech camera in the world and put it there and said so to you, like, would you think of this? You're going to know some stuff. Yeah. You're not going to know all the technical stuff. You're not going to know the history of the company. That's kind of how we are with the football shirts. But I will push all of the buttons on that camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Of course. (laughs) Because that's what you got to (laughs) do. Exactly. So it's like, it's a similar thing of like, you're a fan. That's why you talk about we're a fan of football shirts. We're not experts. Mm. But that's what makes it funny because Mm. like, we get stuff wrong. We got a funny email from a listener in Madrid uh, because I used to always call out Real Madrid for like, um, their king buying their training ground and <laughs> basically putting money into yeah. the club and the guy just called me out saying that's completely wrong this is the actual facts of what it was and just sent this really long email and it was really funny so stuff like that is quite cool because yeah. we mess stuff up we get, get a fact
1: check once in a while get a fact check, so yeah. oh nice yeah it's yeah. Fun. yeah man it's, it's a great listen Like it's um, it's very different to dreamers disease yeah totally but it's,
2: it's just like you can just tell you guys are having a yeah. laugh that's, also that's the same like, thing not all of my com- conversations I have in life are about consciousness and about. No, they opening. all are. No, they all <laughs> are. If you ever meet Alex, it's all he talks about.
1: <laughs> it's all, Check. You know you I like I'd, I'd yeah. probably
2: spend more time talking about football. It's just yeah. th- this is a way of living for me in terms yeah. of Dreamers Disease, whereas like the the football thing is like a. I mean, they're both a passion, but it's like yeah. a, it's a different kind of passion. Hey, Who do you support? Arsenal. Ah, oh, huh. friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's Man United supporter
1: in here, but oh, when I, that. Yeah, can't can't talk about, about that. that.
2: Where in yeah. Manchester are you from, Billy? <laughs> uh, Sorry, this is my football side I coming out. the answer to that, guys. That's my football oh, side coming yeah, out. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, That's what yeah. I'm like on the pod. Like, I cuss everyone. Yeah.
1: yeah. Still waiting for that answer, Bill. <laughs> Greater Manchester, is it? No? Okay. No. <laughs> Bolton. Right. Um, but yeah, where can we
2: find these podcasts? Where can we find Dream is Disease? Um, on all the apps, basically. Apart from ACast, weirdly. They mm-hmm. took it down. I don't know. Oh, why. really? Yeah, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened there. But i don't know anyway so apart yeah. from a cast if you just search dreamers disease on itunes on mm-hmm. spotify on Castbox, on mm-hmm. blah, you know all the kind yeah. of things same retro football shirt podcast yeah. search the name retro football shirt podcast and it'll come up on all platforms um in terms of me i am alex manzi across all socials and that's where you'll find all the other stuff i suppose nice. um including the ebook which is a very interesting read if i rewrote it it'd be completely different but it doesn't mean it's right or wrong mm-hmm. just I'm um, in a different space now in terms of my understanding but a lot of people have down i say a lot of people like hundreds of people shall we say have downloaded the ebook and fed back that they found it really helpful so if you want to get the ebook it's the forward slash ebook and it's called daily positive practices to help you build and maintain a positive mindset
1: lovely lovely
2: it's a good read and, and it's filled with it. my experience and my story and, and uh, practices that you can do for yourself.
1: So I'm sure you'll be updating that shortly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Look well, forward to the update. Hopefully something else coming Yeah, but Yeah,
1: goodness. man. Yeah, it'd be great. All right, well thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks, thanks for having me. Man, time with us man. Uh don't forget how forward slash podcast is the link you need to go to if you want to listen to us via any device so say you listen to this on your phone and you just want to do to it on your computer How forward slash podcast or podcasts because sometimes I say cast, and sometimes I say podcast I don't know sometimes it's a plural sometimes it isn't but yeah whatever go to either of those links and uh, you can get your hands on a pod thank you for killing some time with us I've been Marcus Bronzy you have been Alex
2: Manzi yeah cheers bless